Mercy, mercy, mercy. I have no words for tonight's episode. We're breaking down Scandal Season 6, Episode 12, right after this. Stick with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up, guys? Welcome to our Scandal After Show. We're so hyped to be here with you tonight. I know I'm happy to be back. Mm-hmm. How are you guys feeling this week? Yes. I'm pumped. This, is this, this episode got me pumped, so Woo-hoo. yes. Woo-hoo. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> scandal, scandal never disappoints. No. no. <laughs> uh, well, Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you're in the live chat, what's up? We want to hear from you. We got Miss Jessica Williams manning that, so shoot us a line. We want to hear from you. Whether you're listening on YouTube or live on AfterBuzzTV.com, thanks for joining us. I'm your lead host, Christine Alexis. You can find me all over social media at Christine Bean. Let's kick it to Paris. All right, guys. I'm your girl, Paris Rose. You can find me on Instagram and Snapchat at Paris Rose, but you are Two R's. And I'm Miss Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. Dope. Make sure you get that handle. Follow us all week long. Um, Real quick before we get into the episode, I know a couple people were asking in the live chat about Ryan. So Ryan is not on our after show anymore. He is doing big things, crushing yes. it over at BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. Took a little break from After Buzz. So we wish him well. We yeah. miss him. We do so much. Hopefully he'll be <laughs> yeah. back when we start next time. Mm-hmm. For sure. Let's just start like a Twitter campaign. Let's just blow up Ryan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm back. Stop him on Twitter. Tell but, yeah. him to come back. Tell him to come back to the show. <laughs> but life yeah. is crazy. You know, we get busy schedules and up and down, up and down. Yeah. But the season has been so riveting riveting for sure riveting that is the darling. Word. yes yeah, we definitely hope to have Ryan back soon <laughs> but we're holding it down in yes. the meantime yes. and this the rest of season six is taking us for a ride I yes. mean the way it's like kind of accelerated through these last <laughs> few episodes I'm kind of like what, 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 yeah. what's gonna happen next you know yeah um so we, we might as well jump right into it this yes, week do it. mercy um, so I know last week also you guys uh, broke down episode 11, mm-hmm. but something that we really wanted to touch on going into this episode yes. is Olitz. Being that I am the resident Olitz fan. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I couldn't be more thrilled. Yeah, you know what? That is hilarious because honestly, when we were talking about it last week, I think because we are in our lids, we're like, okay, yeah, it happened. They kissed. Right. And we totally brushed over it. <laughs> and know. so, like, our viewers, which are so loyal, they're like, wait a second, y'all didn't talk about our lids. And I was like, dang, we didn't. I, at I all. realized too. I'm like, that's oh, all. You're right. We did. Yeah, so the kiss happened. Yeah. And it was good. It actually, I'm it, not it a big Olitz fan, yeah. mm-hmm. but I will say it was an emotional moment, even for me. So, yeah. Sorry, we didn't yeah, address that, that. That was part of the teary eyedness mm-hmm. I was talking about the, at the beginning. Right. It gave me chills from them taking Papa Pope, putting him into custody, and then that kind of rekindling right. Olitz. That was emotional. But go ahead, girl. Talk oh about it. <laughs> so, I wasn't here last week. Bummer. But I did catch up at home, and I, I was clutching my pearls, and the tears are <laughs> coming down because as a diehard, Olitz fan this just felt so good especially because honestly the way that the show was going I didn't anticipate Shonda Rhimes writing their love story back Back. into Mm -hmm. um, 
this season, and I was uh, super pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the way that Fitz stepped up and really showed her that he was listening and that he cared and that he still really wants her, it just warmed my heart. I I couldn't be more thrilled. But, I mean, not to be the negative one, and (laughs) also not to skip forward, but hearing Jake say that, you know, Fitz is not the answer, do you think that Jake has a point? Do you think that She's just back with him for comfort, just because she's used to it. What do you do? You think he has a point, or he's um, just jealous? No, I, I think it's a little bit of both. To be real with you, and we can touch on that now as well because mm-hmm. their rela- relationship now facilitated so much that happened this episode. So it's actually a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that Jake makes a valid point in that I'm sure it was easy to go back to him, and especially if we're thinking in the context of the 100th episode and all the realizations that live came to recently, I can see why her her first instinct would be to go back to what she really knows and loves and, you know, making amends for defiance in every way possible. Right. What do you think, Jess? um, hmm. I felt that, and this is what I'll say, I like a good suspense. I like when they break characters away for for long enough for people to miss them. Mm. And I felt that's what kind of happened with um, Olitz. It was kind of Olake heavy for a while, individual for a while. Um, And so I liked the buildup, and I felt that they did it right. Had the kiss had happened... a couple of episodes ago when when uh, Fitz went to the hospital, when Huck was in the hospital, that wasn't, I was like, eh, mm, mm. Yeah. But just the emotion that came behind the delivery because he did something so amazing. She thought that her dad was gone and he listened. He wasn't being selfish. If he was being selfish, he can't stand Rowan. He would have put Rowan away. But he listened to her and he took her emotions into account. And to me, that gave me chills. Because yeah. I was like, dang, Rowan safe, yes. And then and then they had that beautiful moment that wasn't forced. It wasn't thrown up against the um, Oval Office curtains. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it it was genuine. So I, I was here for it. I was here for the kids. I you know, she woke up in his bed this episode. <laughs> I'm just happy that Angela is gone. I ranted about this last week. I'm just so happy that bye. Bye, bye boom. Oh, speaking of, just real quick, we had talked about last week the shadiest moment. Uh, Shady Boots? Oh, yes. Yes, and, and and so we got a lot of submissions, so we just want to let you guys know that I, that the top one was what Angela said, actually, when she was like, yes. boy, bye. So, boy. Or boy. She yeah. said boy. <laughs> I know. To fit. I was so shocked. I'm like, girl, you better remember what office you're standing in and who you were just that on top of 20 funny. minutes ago. Right. But we, we, we like, did boy. laugh while watching it. Yeah. Like, I don't know how we forgot to mention it, because we were like, what? Boy, Boy. <laughs> we thought it was she really funny. Place. Yeah, so they—they're right with that. <laughs> it's weird how Olivia can kind of seamlessly go back and forth between putting Fitz in his place and being submissive to him, and doing it in yeah. a way that he's still really attracted to her. I felt like maybe the way the acting was done in, mm-hmm. in that scene, it was like he was completely turned off by her after she kind of checked him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I think only one woman can really check Fitz, obviously, and, and it's Liv. Mm-hmm. But Mm -hmm. to your previous point, I do really like that it didn't happen in that hospital scene because that would have been really cliche Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think that would have been too soon. I think maybe that was the start of them reconnecting, but the way he did it, you know, Fitz is so used to Liv cleaning up his mess and fighting his battles and Mm -hmm. making the next check move or checkmate move for him. He took it upon himself to take that extra step for her and save her in that moment and you're right. He the beef that him and Papa Pope have goes back so deep yeah. that he could have easily, easily just been like to hell with this. I'm mm-hmm. done with him. But he chose her, and I loved it. I mean, Rowan killed Fitz's son. You know, he was behind oh, that yes. entire yeah, situation. Yes. So, 
Um, so the live chat is definitely raving. And something funny, um, as we were talking, Carmen, she said, oh, Olitz is so season two. <laughs> Season two, she really Shots brings it back. Right, right. She's like, ha-ha. And then um, Ashley Pye was saying, yeah, Olivia is back to wearing Fitz's navy shirts and rolling in his sheets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So she is back in the White House, okay? Love it. <laughs> That's nice. Well, yeah. speaking of Papa Pope, um, this episode had a lot to do with him mm-hmm. and his defiance to really being a part of this team. Yeah. You know, Liv and, and OPA and co, everyone now is kind of just... <laughs> Jump, jumbled yeah. into that little ta- like they have like a little task force yes. going on like, oh, gang I love it right yeah. it's cute you got David Rosen like I love that scene where they kind of open the double doors yes. how awesome was that oh, how, it was so G like that and like the, they're on their suits they were just waiting for oh, I I love that opening scene the, with the doors opening and them standing there like we have a plan we're ready and how uh, dope was that plan to create a diversion with the drone yeah. and, you know, lock uh, Miss Ruland, uh, I forgot her first name, Sarah, I believe? Sarah, Samantha, Samantha Marjorie. Yeah, I don't know what her first names. name is. Yeah. Her last name is Roland and then Roland, Payas. yeah. Roland and Payas are dubbed two live crew. Um, they created this diversion to keep Abby and her away in the bunker while everyone else figures out what to do to take back Melly. Now, Papa Pope didn't want any parts of this. I mean... How crazy was that scene where Fitz and Papa Pope were literally going head to head to the point where they were about to scrap? I mean, well, let me just say, just to comment on on that opening part mm-hmm. of it, um, I lost my mind in that <laughs> moment. I was like, yes, yeah, yes, I'm clapping because I live for moments like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I love. I've always said the whole season, I'm all about the teamwork. So when everyone comes together, it's like powerhouse. And just the fact that they, for the very first time this season, really were two steps ahead yes. of the two live crew, and they were able to create that diversion. Um, I absolutely just loved it. And just that small little moment when Abby went into the chambers mm-hmm. with Sarah and she gave that little smirk as she was, you know, <laughs> yeah. taking off her shoes. Like, I, just, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, that mo- that moment was everything. Oh, and yes. I and I was happy when Rowan walked in because I'm like, now the whole team is here. Yes. Now let's get to work. And then I was quickly disappointed because they didn't get to work. <laughs> they wasted so much time. Too much time. I mean, what they had about like 75 minutes minutes for the distraction of the drone. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. mean, that's crunch time. Everyone's supposed to be on the same page here, but Mm. when you think about all the characters we had in that room, how could they really be on the same page? Right. I mean, they were were, were all there almost. I mean, the only people who were missing was uh, the OPA crew, but like, the whole main cast was in a room, and we haven't the seen White that I think House ever. Crew, ever the major the whole, players of the White like House. The major players. Everything all leads together. back to the White House somehow. Yes, but were you guys? I was so just like disappointed. Like I, I needed maybe OPA. Maybe they needed to have the meeting at OPA <laughs> so we could <laughs> have the windows, like and direction, the pictures, yeah, and the board. Because I was like, you guys don't know mm-hmm. what was the point of putting this drone together for you guys to sit here bicker back and forth. Yes not have a plan. Like, nobody had a plan. I was so excited last week with seeing the previews for this week because I was like, oh, they're bringing in Rowan and he's going to bring it all together. He's No, he went in and destroyed it. He actually yes. made it worse. I was going to say that. To your sure point did. earlier, he made it worse picking fights with the president. I mean, talk about being bold. I got to say, like, I mean, arguably Fitz is one of the weakest characters on the show yeah. because everyone makes his decisions for him and True. I mean up until maybe this season I'm gonna give him that yeah. I, I mean I also love Tony Goldwyn yes. besides the point um, but damn way to get like 
spoken to two episodes in a row, mm-hmm. if not by FBI Director Angela, um, whatever her last name is, yeah, we don't care Angela, anymore. Webster. <laughs> Angela Webster. Webster. And then having Papa Pope literally step to him and also drag Liv through the mud with his comments. His like, own yeah. daughter. Talk about Which... like awkwardness in the room. Everyone having to hear and find out that way that those two are back together. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Fitz had that little, like, hold me back moment with his two. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Fitz, what you gonna do? I know. That was so adorable. He's gonna be like, hold my what hold you my gonna gonna do? When he walked over all like, yeah, I'm gonna push through with these shoulders. Man, calm down. Oh, like, he was in the he Navy. He wasn't. No. I mean, Fitzgerald he have wasn't. a seat. It was cute though. <laughs> but but Rowan went in. He was like, "You're treating me like a wrinkled dollar that you throw at the foot of a stripper." And then he had the audacity to say, "But you need to show my daughter respect." Well, first you should probably set the example <laughs> and show your daughter respect <laughs> and not call and, her a stripper. Yeah, like. What in the world? Like, it, yeah. And not to mention, Liv becomes a little girl around um, Rowan. She's all like, Dad, Dad. Mm -hmm. Like, he just referred to you as a stripper. There's no, like, Dad, soft, like, where's her powerful Olivia Popeness? Her dad, she becomes this, like, weak. power walk. We need it all. She becomes so weak with her dad. But, I mean, it is her father. So I, I, mean, I kind of get it, but... I low-key also think it's, like, black parents. Like, you can't talk yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Let's, right. Try, let's try to kill them twice. No matter Apparently, how old you get. No she was able to do that, old. right. <laughs> talk about a father-daughter dynamic that needs mm. fixing. Um, that, yeah. So, um, so yeah, Papa, uh, Papa Pope says no. He's not mm-hmm. here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Cyrus kind of have that whole moment downstairs in their wine cellar where... They're both trying to figure out what to do next. I mean, everyone's in disarray at this point, and the time is ticking. And and no one seems to come up with a solution up until the very end. But um, That irritated me. Did it? Talk about it. Like, very much so. Like, the whole episode, I'm like, do something. I'm looking at my clock. Okay, (laughs) 75 minutes. We're down to 40. How in the world do you create an entire diversion to get away from the two live crew, and you spend that time bickering, then you say, we're going to take five minutes. And that five minutes turns into all these unimportant conversations. Cyrus is down in the cellar having a drink with Rowan, attempts to kill him. You have um, Jake having this moment, you know, with Olivia. You over here have Marcus and Mel. You have Rosen and Fitz. Yeah, everyone's having everyone's a moment. Everyone's having these little chats. They chilling, kick back with the scotch in their hand. <laughs> in what world? You guys have to be strategic from beginning to end, and that frustrated me. Yeah, I think the sense of urgency was kind of pulled out of the room after yeah. Papa Poke dropped, you know, had that <laughs> mic drop. But I do want to talk about one of the side conversations that happened while they had this little take five mm-hmm. um, between Jake and Olivia because I think he actually posed a really good question to her, which is something that was a red flag for me watching last week's episode where mm-hmm. she was so gung-ho to take the fall for what happened and just, like, we know Olivia Pope wants to wear the white hat and she's always looking for justice, but yeah. I found myself questioning why she was doing all of this, mm-hmm. like, what her motives were. And, you know, Jake asked her, what are you fighting for? Like, mm-hmm. wh- wh- what are you getting out of getting back with Fitz and where does this all lead? And I, I thought it was, like, a really good moment because... And I, I think Liv kind of shied away from it from a bit. She did her defense mechanism of, you know, don't be jealous. And this is yeah. just what we need to do. <laughs> Let's stick to the plan at hand. She, like, Liv poked him real quick. Mm-hmm. But that is something I wonder. I mean, I know the objective is to take back Melly, But considering Liv, you know, I mean, she's going to be chief of staff now. So I guess she has a connection. But prior to that being revealed towards the end of the episode, I was genuinely curious, like, why are you still fighting this? Right. You know, what do you guys think? I, 
Well, I really liked Jake pointing that out because I was with him. I was also having the same questions. Um, ultimately, the main thing that stuck out for me, though, was the um, the Fitz question. Like, why yeah. are you back with Fitz? And I want to speak to the viewers because they're all like, especially for me and Jessica, who are like, oh, Lakers, and we like Jake. No, we do not like an assassin. We do not like someone who murders people. It's not that... <laughs> It's not that aspect of Jake that we like. You guys are right. Like, if anyone who appreciates that part of Jake, then we're psycho. That's not what I like about Jake. She says that. Like, she says that because people are literally like, "How could you love an assassin? How could you love a murderer? You have to be so dark and demented." Calm down. That's not what I love about Jake. Each of these characters have flaws, and that's Jake's obvious biggest flaw. But he was a hired assassin. That's what assassins do. Okay, he was was his job. Exactly. So. Um, I feel like but, he's insightful yeah, and that he does make good points and has good questions. And as crazy as he is, he does have his head on straight, I feel. So that's why I like Jake. He always tends to just bring it down to real life. Yeah. That's why I appreciate him. And that's why I appreciate that moment, that conversation with him. Within that moment, though, he, you know, she says, like, I don't need you to save me. I don't need the sun or, or something along those yeah. lines. Mm-hmm. Do you, as an Olaker, do mm-hmm. you think, you know, in the context of that moment, could it be possible for them to walk away from it all in that moment? And for her to just choose him? Choose who? Jake. For Liv to choose Jake. Oh, no. 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 I felt like um, that cycle has kind of run its path for anything sincere when they had got away and actually went to the island. And they were happy. Because even when she was on the plane... You could tell that she really was just, that was her second choice. And so she was like, I'm just going to have you come along because I'm going to leave. You said that you're not going to leave me alone to come on this plane with me. And so when she got brought back to reality, that shook them up. So she had every opportunity to be with Jake if she really wanted to. Now, Jake is a good, mm, 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 mm. (laughs) Uh, she appreciates him for that and them pleasing one another. Mm -hmm. Um, But but to, to your question earlier, just about the dynamic between their conversation it, it 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 made me have a pause when Jake said, well, what are you doing this for? Because I was like, well, what are we all doing it yeah. for? Could we just walk away? I don't think that's an option. It's either you fight or you roll over and see the world destroyed. Yeah. So I, I think that none of them could just say, you know what? I think I'm going to walk away. My life isn't threatened anymore. They are... they. She's the ultimate gladiator, so of course she's going to do something. So when he was like, are you doing this for Fitz? I was like, mm. I mean, I don't understand what her getting back with Fitz have anything to do with this situation of saving the United States. And saving, saving the presidency yeah. and saving Melly. Like, those are two separate issues to me. Mm-hmm. And I do think that she hit the... Um, nail on the head when she said you're just jealous because you know he was jealous i just felt it was confession session upstairs you know we found you know rowan exposed the fact that olivia and fitz are sleeping together rowan came out and said i killed vargas like it was just a hot mess upstairs (laughs) and now all these side conversation issues happened yeah, I mean, that's also a really good point cuz now when I look at it in the in the grand scheme of things and the context of that whole meeting, like why was it necessary to harp on the fact that they're back together? Yeah. They, that's not what they were there for. Yeah. Like Jake was definitely being a little salty and brought that up. Mm-hmm. And if anything, them being on the same page, that gives them a lot of power to leverage and to make things happen. So, yeah. I I mean, besides being an Olitz fan, like that's a win in my book. Mm-hmm. I don't get why that was the issue, I mean, even Papa Pope made it an issue. Like, I don't want to work with this guy. Like, you just use this to, to get a cheap lay. Yes. Like, why Wait, is that You say even... what's a win in your book? Fitz and Olivia being back together. Because See, she can... Can I challenge you? I would like challenge to. Challenge me. And the reason is, 
I feel like they're as diminished as Jake and Olivia only because they had a chance. She was living in the White House and she couldn't take it. Now, granted, he is now going to not be the president anymore and they could try to have a life. She's still going to be in the White House being the chief of staff. It may be different. She may not feel as imprisoned, but it didn't work. She had her opportunity. The world knew that he chose her and that she was with him. Okay. I'm going to challenge you back Come a little on, bit. Girl. Yeah. Life gets messy. They mm-hmm. went through a lot of sh- together mm-hmm. and I think that the the person that Fitz was then is not the guy that he is right now. And I think that Liv sees that and is maybe willing to give him a second chance. I mean, this is still so premature. Like right. the question that I have right now, I mean, this is jumping ahead to predictions, but I don't want to get there, but mm-hmm. it's like is this going to last through the season? Is this something is this something that maybe crisis brought them together cuz that can kind of make you go to what you know right. and what's familiar? Right. Or is this something that's going to be long-lasting cuz you bring up a good point. She's going to be chief of staff now provided things go the way they've mapped it out, but does it ever last? Number 1. Right. Number 2, I predict we're not in predictions, but this is just a side prediction of her prediction because we're predicting um, <laughs> that I think that they're going to make it until Olivia walks into that chief of staff role and these women, these powerhouse women are running the White House and Fitz can't control himself when he doesn't feel like he is in control. And so it's going to be a strange dynamic because she is actually going to be the powerful one. And then she might not even see him the same because part of why he she loves him is because of all of his power and his role. And he's the president and she has access to the president. She can call him in secret service and boom, boom, bam. All that's going to be gone. Which is what they kind of touched on and in that, that flashback. Yeah. 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 Um, and you, we saw their like would be marriage kind of fall apart because he wasn't being but the guy the that end, she It fell wanted. apart, but yeah. in the end, it, it actually did work out. So maybe mm. they were trying to show that, yeah, she does like the power, but in the end, she really loves Fitz. I, I'm not a big Elixir, but I felt like in the um, the what would be episode, episode yeah. they were trying to say that, like, yeah, she really loved the power, but in the end, she realized she just really loved Fitz and wanted it to work. So I think they're still trying to play on that. I don't know, but I think she will never choose Fitz over the power. (laughs) I mean, I think that begs the question, like, back to what we said, like, will they last? His term is about to end. She's still going to be there in D.C., obviously running the White House for Melly and um, Luna Vargas. Yeah. So um, I'm curious to see where that goes. Mm -hmm. But But, since we're mm -hmm. on the relationship topic, I also wanted to talk about the the love triangle between um, Quinn Huck and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who who are you guys team Huck? Do you want Quinn to be with Huck or Charlie? Because it changed for me in this episode, so I'm very curious to know how it is for you guys. That is a tough one. I felt that like all episode one. they were kind of building it up to where like she would ultimately choose Huck. But then mm-hmm. in the end, you know, she went back to Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. that they have something that can never be duplicated. I mean, even though it's literally a triangle of assassins just trying to figure it all out, <laughs> right. yeah. they're kind of level they kind of level the playing field there. It's not like one's a Joe Schmo and one's like this super assassin. Right. They're yeah. kind of neck and neck there. But um I don't know. I I think Quinn maybe ultimately does want something real and more stable. Maybe that's why she chose Charlie cuz mm-hmm. she knows he'll never leave her. But I don't know. I, How do you uh, feel? I always wanted her to realize that she really loves Huck and to go back with Huck. But in this episode, when she basically chose Charlie, I didn't feel like she was lying. I was waiting for the moment where I was like, oh, Quinn, you know you really like yeah. Huck. But I didn't feel that. I felt that she was genuine and that she might be, she might love Huck, 
but be in love with um, Charlie, which is Charlie. different. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I really felt that maybe her and Charlie do work out. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, geez. I guess we should go back to what actually, you know, was the demise of the relationship between Huck and Quinn is mm-hmm. when those um, documents were given to her, those mm-hmm. files, and, and she gave to Huck about his ex or his yes. ex-wife, wife, yeah. and son Javier. <laughs> and that literally destroyed the relationship. And so it wasn't based off of anything that had strong merit outside of just bringing up hurt feelings. And so I don't think that it was meant for Huck and Quinn to be because of that. And I do see something. Okay, so listen. I've been on Charlie (laughs) this whole season. I was like, Charlie, I see you. But as far as we can tell, it turns out that he actually, you know, doesn't have anything to do with the the two live crew in that way, though very suspicious, odd, and in a lot of ways. But (laughs) running into that, um, I say they go together. I say that they go together. I think, I don't know, I kind of like just thinking about the relationship just real quick since you asked that Mm -hmm. question. I kind of, I love the Batman and Robin, you know, I love that they go out on sprees together and kill people together. (laughs) You know, I just love that they can connect in that way. And Huck, he just needs to find another love child, not Meg or anyone like that. He don't need no more weak ones. You know, now that you say that and we're on the topic of relationships, I think that David Rosen and Huck need to go to a support group because they seem to like a lot of <laughs> crazy. psycho women. Right, right. I'm also single, so call me. No, right. I'm kidding. <laughs> how, how, so, was, like, how awesome was Fitz's little speech about like strong women? Right, because right, right. honestly, men have a problem with strong women. Mm-hmm. And I was, I loved it that Fitz was saying, as much as I wish I fell for the the kind of the, weaker the, woman, the women who right, wear headbands, right. the headband women. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with headbands, by the way. Right. But um, the headband women and the cardigans. He's like, but we want strong women, women who fight back. And I'm like, amen. I'm yes. glad you can handle a strong woman, a strong black woman for Fitz. And I just, I'm like, you go, yeah, you go with that like feminist type of speech. <laughs> I like yeah. that. That was funny. I mean, so so basically, you saying you're single, so you're saying that you are a strong tornado woman I'm that doesn't wear headbands. You know, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick, stick to that side. I'm definitely yeah. more to that than the headband wearing uh, yeah. timid person. Yeah. Same say. here. I'm also Same a Gemini, here. so you know. Um, uh oh. See, maybe you're a little bit of both being a Gemini. A <laughs> I'm like throwing yeah. myself under the bus so hard <laughs> right, this episode. Right. No, I'm with you. <laughs> it is all good. But we the, are tornadoes. We, oh, are we don't we wear headbands, honey. Mm-hmm. Just microphones. And Ooh, <laughs> love that. We don't wear headbands. <laughs> just microphones. Yes. <laughs> Tweetable. Um, on the topic of strong women, mm-hmm. I want to take it back to the VP choice that we end up with at the end of the episode because that is what all of this tumultuous decision making mm-hmm. was about because right. we didn't want to have Payas in power as the VP who would right. ultimately become president. Mm-hmm. Um, and curveball. I mean, did you guys see that coming that Luna Vargas was going to be her pick? Absolutely Last not. Choice. I, I didn't even think, I thought maybe, um, who did I say when we were You talking? said Marcus. I said Marcus. I thought maybe I thought Abby. Olivia. Oh, Olivia we talked about. I, I for never sure thought Luna. I thought Luna. Never, never, that, never. She wasn't even on my radar, no. honestly, even though she was in the episode <laughs> at the beginning. She did start the episode. But yeah. still, I, I think... I've only seen her as a concerned wife. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anything that had any type of political stance, anything that was just so dynamic in her speech, in, in her commentary about her husband to mm-hmm. even be in that position. It's still weird to me, yeah. if I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't get it. 
I don't get it. <laughs> you know, this is a good time to pose this question to the live chat. Please. I want to know what you guys think about Luna Vargas as Melly's VP because we're we're breaking it down right now. Hashtag yes, hashtag no. Are you for it or not? Luna, let us know. Um, I mean, I for What'd sure thought it was going to be live. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I guess the, the feeling of the moment, I thought, maybe, okay, maybe yeah. it'll just be the maybe one right. strong woman in the room that we're all following. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, as, as weird and left field as it is, I see it. Because, but how? Tell me just the, just the political experience outside of her not being impeachable. Right. Um, so political experience isn't there, but mm-hmm. the reason why I kind of see it is because of the way they started the episode. And I think that was a little bit of foreshadowing because Luna Vargas was giving the speech on TV, um, I guess talking to some sort of political commentary show yeah. mm-hmm. about the fact that, you know, she's worried and she feels like the American people might feel alienated or like they're not being heard because they elected somebody yeah. and now the electoral college put someone else into place that the popular vote didn't want, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I think that she kind of fills this void of that the country wants for a Vargas to be in the White House. That's right. who they wanted. That's who they connected with. She's a minority. She's a woman. She's well-spoken. I mean, up until this point, she hasn't really had any sort of tarnishes on her record. I can see why that would be a good pick. But how do you cross, in this reference, I mean, Vargas was a Democrat. Melly is a Republican, clearly. So mm-hmm. you're just going to switch parties in order. I mean, I get, like, unity ticket, but then... Every presidency has a certain standard when they start to execute their bills, executive orders, even choosing their cabinet members. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court picks is all based on, you know, their ideology. Uh, ideo- ideology. <laughs> it's, the it's a tough one. <laughs> right? It- Take a sip, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, with that being said, you know, it's kind of, that's kind of weird. But just real quick, our live chat is just like... I want to hear what they have to say. Yes. A lot of yeses. Yeah. So they're down for it. A lot of, I thought it was live. I thought it was live too. Me, Me too. too. I thought it was live. We thought it was live. And someone, um, it, it would have given it her went all by the power. fast. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Kamara said, I'm scared for Luna. Yes. She's like, I'm here for it. Mm, she true. never saw it coming, but I'm scared for her. And that's so genuine, Kamara, because I'm scared for her too. She doesn't know too. what she's, she's disposable. We can have she, another death. She is the most pure person in that circle right now in the sense that she doesn't know all of the backdoor deals mm-hmm. and the things that they have to navigate and who to kill. And, you know, they're, they're all right. seasoned vets in this game and they know mm-hmm. what it takes. She doesn't. However, I think that... You know, if they do bring her into the circle, it could work in their advantage. Mm-hmm. If not, I can totally see her being killed off fairly soon because she is a new character that was introduced this season. She could easily be disposable. You know, Shauna does, has doesn't play any games about right. killing mm-hmm. people off, so I am definitely worried for her as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see the splash that she makes for however long she can make it. <laughs> I mean, I just thinking about the the public though, I think that it's a good look. Oversight. First off. In that moment, though, we got this gnat. Yes. Um, in that moment, although I wasn't for Cyrus being the president, um, I I was okay with him being VP. Me I'm like, too. okay, he can still be in the mix. His dreams can come true, blah de blah But when he was like, no, I don't want it, I think that Vargas's wife would be, Vargas's wife would be such a positive stream of just, like, yes, the, the direction of the White House is going the right way for the for the public and for the people. Um, and I think that... Okay, can I just say something, just like real quick? Yeah. Yes. I think, though we thought it was live in the back of my head, I was like, 
I don't think it's going to be Liv because if Liv is going to do anything, she's going to be president. And then it made me think, you know how they always say like, oh, well, Shonda has like a big plan to end, you know, how she wants to end scandal, end scandal. I feel like her end goal, I'm talking like this because it's just between us (laughs) and them and y'all. This is what I'm saying. I feel like her end game could be to make Olivia the first black female president. Wouldn't that be crazy? First black female president, okay? Like, I, I literally, I think that that would be so dynamic. I think that that would be, like, now, and, but then we want to see it play out. So That's then Scandal has to turn to a movie. Show like that? And then we need, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think, I, I didn't think that, but now that you mentioned it, be awesome? I feel like it would be an epic way to end it, even though we don't see her her actually be president. I think that's perfect because seeing her be president might just be like, all right, when is this show going to end? But knowing that she became president, it's like, we know like the country's okay because live, it's under Liv's control. It's handled. And so it just, the country it's, it's is all handled. handled. That would just answer our questions. Yes. I mean, I would like that. To I your would point, really like it's that. handled. It would be good because we've seen how she handles everything. So we could kind of guess how she yeah. would handle the White House. That would be devastating though. That'd be a crazy jump though from chief of staff to president. That's like a Cyrus. It's not impossible. Yeah. Like Cyrus. It's, not I mean, it's definitely possible. Speaking of which, I, I I was like half surprised at first, but then also not when Cyrus turned her down real quick. Mm, Just because yeah. he's not going to play second fiddle to every to anybody after what he went through. So I could see why he said yeah. no. And he, he's actually really hurt by the Frankie uh, assassination, which, I mean, you can see because he tried to kill Papa Pope. <laughs> I'm like... I didn't know where that was going. I thought they were really having a bonding moment. You see him with that, that he kept wine opener? With a corkscrew. I'm sorry. You thought that you were going to take command with, with a corkscrew? Cork- command broke the damn wine That was bottle. amazing. He's like, I don't even have to see you. I can talk like this and I can act like I'm fucking bam, yeah. bam. What you think? You want to die today, Cyrus, mm-hmm. is what he said. I was, like, was that not the most hood thing to do to right? break the thing and have like a glass? You want to die today. I Papa loved it. Said, I'm going to get DC on you real quick. Yeah. Like, Oh man, oh, these I love characters. It. Morgan said hashtag USA handle. Yes. <laughs> right, yes. It would be. I mean, Liv has made mistakes, but overall, if she was the president, I would be okay. That would be your POTUS. You I would be even okay if Kerry Washington was the president right now. Talk about it. Oh my god. In real life. She yes. is definitely life. a really big political uh she's big in the political world. Yeah. At least, mm-hmm. at least under Obama's administration she was. She definitely fought for like liberal arts um yeah. mm-hmm. initiatives and was definitely a big Obama supporter, so I could totally see that. Um, fictional or not, yeah. I think she'll be fictional boss. or not. So, of course, we have to keep to our flow and have the Shady Boots moment. Yes. Do of it. Of the night. Do we have? Do we even still have music? Let's see. We could just, these boots are made for walking. Hey. And that's just what, what they'll, they'll do. do. Y'all gonna leave me? One, One of these days, these, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Take it away. <laughs> you know that you love her singing. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, Shady Boots moment, what I would give Shady Boots moment of the night would go to... Two live crew, lady in the red dress oh, herself. I knew it. Because oh, she always, if she's in the scene, she is throwing shade, slinging it, and bringing it back. Um, I loved <laughs> at the opening, really, when Melly was like, oh, I would like this person for my cabinet pick, and this person, I would like, did he? She was like, oh, Miss Betty Bossy Pants. <laughs> she's really about to run something. And then she was like, Mel's, I got this. Like, yes. not the nickname. Loved it. She, oh, my she God. Loved every moment. Oh, who else? Uh, who, who gets it from me? Do you have anyone in mind? For shady, for shady boots. boots. I'm going to give it to Jake just because he didn't need to bring that jealousy into the room, sweetie. We don't need your energy. 
But, I mean, that's not even a true shady move. But I, I just, like, I want to say, like, I side-eyed him real quick. Like, honey, I'm throwing my pen out. I'm too excited right now. Put it down. But I was just, like, you know, to Liv's point, I was, like, you're being a little bit jealous here. Yeah. It's not conducive to this whole plan. Who's your shady boots? I'm going to second um, Jessica with, with uh, what's her name now? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Samantha, yes, Marjorie. Miss Roland, because she was so, she's always so shady. <laughs> always. And I love how, like, um, like her language is so precise. Like she yeah. speaks very clear, and but it's very like she's a jerk. She's sarcastic, and mm-hmm. I just I really love it. She's so. A jerk. so <laughs> someone in our live chat chimed in. Jojo Edwards. She goes her shady boots moment goes to Papa Pope when he compared Liv to a stripper. Oh, oh. talk about it! Oh, yeah. yes. Shout out to yes. you. Yes, that that is a, that's yeah. a good one. That hurt my feelings for her. Yes. I mean, like. Put some respect on her name. Exactly. So also the the live chat is blowing up. They want us to talk about Marcus and Melly. Marcus and Melly. I see Marcus and Melly in big capital letters. So before we chime in on that, Mm -hmm. let us know what you guys think about Marcus and Melly. Besides just the wanting to talk (laughs) about it. Um, I gotta say I love the pep talk that he gave her. Oh my. Yep. I see just another exactly (laughs) the pep talk. Yeah. It's another Fitzgerald Grant though. Like. She's great on her own, but she needs pep talks. She needs someone to motivate her. And I, which, you know, she's human. We're all human. But these people are president. I feel like they shouldn't need pep talks <laughs> so often. But with that being said, I do actually like the Marcus Melly relationship. I mean, he's going for the, the cougar because he's a little bit younger than Melly, but I like it. I like this uh, cougar swirl going on. He laid mm-hmm. it down, though. Mm-hmm. But, and that's, I think that's why their connection will forever be there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do. I, I like the pep talks. Um, I like that he talks to her as in her way. Yeah. Because she was all scared. And I, I swear to you, he put on the Melly voice. He goes, <laughs> I won't let them. Don't worry. I'm like, Marcus, I what won't can let you them. do, She's like, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. I won't let them. I was like, not the Melly voice that he gave to her. I was thinking, Marcus, what <laughs> can it. you do, though? <laughs> I know, I know. We were like, okay. That wasn't a Jake moment. You know, last week, that right. Jake moment with Jake is like, I got you. Like, I will shoot right. Jake. And I believe that Jake, was like, but Marcus. Yes, that's mm. Bay. But Marcus was, no. <laughs> but she did, however, submerge, like, yeah. with this confidence. Who said that I wasn't going to, you know, be ready to fight them? We haven't seen you in a while. Very good Melly. point, though. There's a lot of people in that room who got a lot of firepower behind them. I mean, at this point, they were running scared, but they could take them on, and I'm glad that they did. But well, oh, sorry, just why don't they just kill them? Yes. Why? I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, for the show, I get right, it. Right, right. But mm-hmm. if it's not for the show, why don't you just kill them? Mm-hmm. You have her trapped now in the bunker. Mm-hmm. That was going to be my next question. What happens to her now? They've mm-hmm. kind of neutralized her, but Payas is still out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What are they going to do about that? That's what I really want to know. That's I mean, prediction? the teasers we see already that it's it's not as nice in Rainbows and Butterflies as it was in this episode, that right. it's back to being a war again, mm-hmm. um, which I assume, because they didn't really... Yes, they uh, made... Melly chose her own VP, but still, they're still alive, so... How are you handling them? This is a great segue into our predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) So I guess we're going to start with the promo a bit, since that's what we were left with. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a bomb threat. Several bombs, there is. Um, And like we said, Payas is still at large, so anything could really happen at this point. Yeah. But general predictions for where the season goes after this? 
man. Or at least next week. <clears throat> if our characters live to fight another day. I know. So the promo was saying that there's these bombs placed all over, and if they, they don't uh, like comply with them, they're going to explode. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to find a way. I mean, they said that one went off, so mm-hmm. it, was like, it was like one down, eight to go. So that one goes off, I'll give them that, but I feel like they're going to find some way this whole gang... Again, oh sorry. This whole gang's gonna find a way to to get them. I don't. I don't feel like Payas and Roland's gonna win next episode. So you don't see this going. Like, how many episodes do you see this going? Like, do you see the, them neutralizing this threat in the finale, or is this something that we tackle before then? I honestly think it's gonna be a finale thing because it has to mm-hmm. be a big. This whole season has pretty much been right. the Two Life Crew, mm-hmm. so it can't just end like simply. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a big epic ending. At least I hope it's gonna be a big epic epic ending. I mean, we do have a season seven order, so... Yeah. Gotta leave something. But we better. (laughs) It would be devastating if we didn't. Um, I think that... um, hmm, It's a tough one, because I I agree with you when it comes to why don't they just kill them? Especially with that beautiful diversion. They could have made that other guy VP. Well, I guess if you made VP, it would be hard to kill him. But anyway, make him come to the White House, Mm -hmm. put him in a room, shoot their heads off. (laughs) Um, That would have been great. But, of course, for the show, they can't do that. And so now I kind of feel like they are in a good position. I love how they captured Miss Lady, Miss Sarah. I love that because one down, one more to go. But there could be an army behind them. I think that we have the resources. We are now completely in the White House. You know, we are able to control the situation as OPA, as the White House crew. And so it would literally just be a matter of diffusion as what you said. But how? That's where my mind goes. How? Do we send OPA? Do we send people out to these different cities? They are able to locate it on a map with flashing, you know, signals. So are we going to send people? You know, what are we going to do? We didn't get enough. Yeah. I wasn't really, you know, we didn't get enough from that teaser. Yeah, I have to agree. That's the kind of, the questions that I'm left with. How are they mm-hmm. going to neutralize this threat? Because up until this point, it's been a lot of action and reaction. This was the first episode that I felt like the team was really proactive right. in trying to find a way to take down Payas. Um, going forward, I mean, just the fact that he had these bombs in place makes me wonder how deep into the government they are and what kind of connections that they have, whether inside or outside, and how deep they really are. I mean, we've only seen those two as the face of this, Mm -hmm. you know, um, opposition, or three. Yeah, until he died quickly, the other guy. Yeah, so I think that there are other players involved, and I'm curious to see how that changes things. Now, when you say how deep they are because of the bombs, are you saying that you think that government is involved with the bombs? I... I mean, it, it couldn't be far off. Do you mm-hmm. see, like, a government conspiracy kind of happening? I kind of see it more as so terrorism. Like, I see him being, like, individual acts spread out. Like shock and awe terrorism yeah, type thing. Yeah, just to spread fear and to create all the, you know, to... I mean, goodness, I'll be happy to see where they target it. Maybe yeah. it has some value um, when it comes to the government connection. Yeah. But I see him just working as a loner, because even in the previews, we don't even see other people being introduced. Yeah. Oh. That's true. I mean, one thing that just popped into my head in terms of, you know, Liv's team is they often, when they're in a bind, utilize David Rosen because of his job and mm-hmm. who he is. I, I don't see why he, as acting attorney general, can't, you know, put out some sort of warrant for Payas's arrest and bring him in, find a way to get him. You know what I mean? Like, 
I mean, at this point, since he's at large, I don't know how much help that will do right now yeah. but later down the line I feel like they need to utilize everything because if it's not Jake's B613 training and tracking to try and find him or Fitz's power to do this or that like they gotta just utilize everybody and do whatever they can to to bring them down they should have been but, smarter with tracking him like yeah. getting him back to the White House and not letting him be free I think so also mentioning Rosen I actually feel so bad for Rosen because now he is literally the only one that has to pretend he still doesn't know that Sarah is this assassin, and he has to sleep with her and pretend like they're in a happy relationship. He's the only one, and I actually well, feel really bad for him. I, um, you know? oh, well, <laughs> well, one thing, she's captured now, so he doesn't have to pretend, and in the previews, yeah. it showed him smacking her down. Not that I support violence, <laughs> but he smacked her yeah, down. Yeah, he did. Um, also, I just feel like he he just has to get used to it because, I mean, he started off, Liz, sleeping with her, didn't want to. Then, um, what's the VP, the OVP? The most normal person uh, he had was, Susan, um, what was her? Susan, Susan Ross. But even then, she, he didn't want to be with her. He only did it because North, lit North, I just, she's North. gone, so I'm just like North. Um, Liz North actually, like, forced him, and he eventually fell in love. But he's always been pressured to sleep with people. Uh, like, that's just his life. But now he has a legit assassin who is controlling... But she's Everyone. locked up. I know, but this episode. Oh, this, this episode, This episode, yeah. he still has to pretend. And oof, yeah. I don't know how I would handle that. So I feel bad for Rosen. Yeah. Sweetheart well, Rosen. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays out Ooh, next week. Yes, we got a couple guys, more episodes yes. to, to go. Yes. And hopefully a couple more surprises for you Scandal viewers. Yes, stay mm-hmm. tuned. Maybe some guests will make an appearance on our show. Maybe. I mean, you'll Just have to <laughs> tune in and find out. Um, but it's been real. I loved breaking down this episode with you guys. Yes. Killing it as always. Yes. Um, special thank you to everyone in the live chat for joining us. We appreciate you staying up late on the East Coast or wherever you're watching us. We love you guys. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all social media platforms, and to like AfterBuzz TV, subscribe, and tune in every week with us because we love having you. Um, it's been real. I'm your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me all over social media at Christine Bean. And I am Paris Rose. You can find me on social media, except Twitter, at Paris Rose. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your girl, Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at MissJessicaWW and on Instagram at MissJessicaWilliams. Tweet us and like the video. We appreciate your comments. See you guys. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later!